Welcome to the Biz and Mayhem podcast, where we talk about the mayhem in our lives and how to get ahead in business and your career. This is Chris Batchelor, and I'm here with my co-host, Tara Parker. Let's get started. Well, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Biz and Mayhem podcast. This is uh, season one, episode 17, and a very special, uh, special episode because it's the first time that we are live streaming on Facebook. So welcome uh, to this very special episode for us. How are you doing tonight, Tara? I am awesome, Chris. How are you doing? I am just peachy keen. (laughs) We still don't have a president. Wait, I mean, we have a president. We just don't know who the next one is. It depends on who you are. If you're Republican, you still have a president. If you're Democrat, you have a new president. How about that? Hashtag not my president. Still not my president. (laughs) Hashtag I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening. I know it's it's not my problem yet, is it? It is a crazy, crazy times. It's, you know, it feels like there's no, we have a president. We have a guy. We we got a guy. But we don't know who the next guy is, but it's like, (laughs) They're all of a sudden after an election, there's no such thing as a president until the inauguration. I'm like, no, we still have a president. Like he's still working. He still yeah. works for us. This is still a thing, folks. It but is you know, still a whatever. Thing. We're just we're just the voters. We don't have a say so in it. So well, you know, whatever. As the recount continues, let's go to the newsroom. <laughs> this is the newsroom. All right, so first up, you've got a uh, article here on uh, hot mic bloopers from the hill. What's this all about? So I don't know if you've, I mean, I hadn't seen this. I caught this in looking for stuff, but apparently there was a hot mic situation, and those are always fun, especially when you're a reporter mm-hmm. and you're the cancel culture is a thing now. So yep. apparently, um, and I need to catch the names again, but um, somebody dropped the S bomb and the F bomb together on, yeah. Oh, like, that's awesome. That, like, that takes talent. <laughs> like he did. Like he didn't know. <laughs> apparently, he didn't know he was still rolling hot. He thought he was off the mic, but apparently uh-huh. not. And yep. if you yep. look at the article, um, God, dare I say it? Where is it? Where's the? Where's the damn quote? Damn it! Where's it at? So you know what's great about this, folks, is we can curse on our show, and <laughs> there ain't nobody to regulate us. Marked explicit. <laughs> but if you're on a major broadcast on TV, you have some standards despite yes, fake news. They cannot swear. They can't they can, swear, but you can lie. They can lie, but they can't they swear. They can lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, according to resources, so apparently he thought he was off the air so, and they're claiming technical difficulties and he mm-hmm. said, oh, crap, F-bomb. And so <laughs> it was Delanian is the dude and Melvin is like, oh, we lost we lost him for a second. Technical difficulty. We'll come right back to him. It's like, uh-uh, we heard that. Uh-huh. We, we heard that. The editors weren't quite quick enough there in the switching room. They don't have enough of a delay, I guess. Technology's yeah. not what you think it yeah, is. Well, so. And this is on MSNBC, right? Yeah, I think or it was an NPC reporter. He okay, apologized on... for the hot mic moment. So, yeah, it was on MSNBC is where if you go to the the link and we can post those uh clips later but you can also just google reporter swears on national tv and Mm -hmm. it it pops up because that's how i found it (laughs) (laughs) and so you can see the and i didn't listen to the clip because i was at work and it's probably a not safe for work type of clip and they've probably already looked it out of the clip unfortunately you'll probably go to youtube Mm -hmm. but i just thought that was was so funny amidst all of the 
election and crap and things that go on. It's like, this is hilarious. Like mm-hmm. this should be a career fail, but it's not going to make career fail. Cause this guy's not going to go down for it. Cause he cancel culture loves apologies. I disagree with most oh, apologies, yes. but you can you know, apologize and everything is, it's all just right. fine. It's just great. It's fine. It's fine. So what's next it's for him? Fine. Is he going to be the news anchor? That, I mean, <laughs> he's got a promotion. <laughs> he's a promotion here. Well, he went on to Twitter to say, and his name is Ken, and I'm going to jack up his name, and we've had a show on names before, so if you have a thing for names, you can get ticked off of me at another time. But it says, Ken Delanian, and um, so sorry for the profanity I used on air last hour. I was experiencing some technical difficulties and mistakenly hung up on the control room, though my mic was still on. Perils of playing producer, cameraman, and tech support all at the same time from home. Hashtag 2020. Like, dude, just own it. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I'm so and busy. In other news, a reporter was actually human and made a mistake. <laughs> yes. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought I need upside down smiley face emoji oh just because i'm so emoji. i'm so embarrassed have Whatever. you do you have carplay for <laughs> apple no, carplay no i don't have that smart of a car dude okay like, so <laughs> so if you have apple carplay and somebody sends you a text message with emojis because uh my daughter and i were driving and i was texting my mom and i was using carplay which is pretty cool because you can say hey siri text so-and-so and it'll you know record right. you and then read it back what it you know decoded (laughs) hi siri welcome to the show bye (laughs) just set set all the all the iphones off (laughs) anyhow uh so i said hi lady in the tube and you know my message and i sent it to my mom and my mom messaged back and she messaged back with a whole bunch of emojis right so now my car is for you know five minutes going on heart emoji smiley emoji huggy emoji you know and so my daughter's (laughs) back at there in the back seat she's just cracking up she thought this was the best thing ever. So the whole rest of the night, I made sure I added verbal emojis every time I was talking to her. You know, that's awesome. So yeah, but that try makes that everything if, better. That's yeah. why. Try yeah, that if you've got CarPlay. Send sending emojis to... and. I know it won't do it on my car. I mean, my car will read text messages, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to go to that level of customer satisfaction no, it, for it, me. Uh, it, it goes right down to the heart emoji, smiley emoji, huggy emoji. Oh, how funny! Yeah. That is awesome. And you got oh some more bloopers in here. What's, I do. What's blooper night. I know. I, I found something else and I thought, well, this is this is fun too. So um, the next one I found, let me see if I can bring it up. If I, my little program here will work for me. Um, so a reporter who was, I think this was on Fox News. Um, if you want to pull up the, the link, Chris, I'm pretty sure it was on Fox News. Sandra Smith was being interviewed by another reporter. And Sandra Smith is going on about you know, the election issues and it's not official. It's not actually been called. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, and it truly is not technically official yet. The whole election yeah, thing right. in jigger that we did last week, it's not done deal uh, because of the lawsuits. And so there's the, the, the reporter is sitting there kind of going through her notes, not realizing the world around her mm-hmm. or that the camera's still on her. And so it's this other, as Sandra Smith is going on, the reporter's like, we've called it. Like what is happening? The election's mm-hmm. done. It's just that little mean girl attitude kind of took over. <laughs> she didn't know she was still on air. And I'm just in here laughing thought, Oh, that is awesome. Uh, it's which, you know, anybody that's around cameras and, and any sort of live production, you know, like we're doing now, we're doing a live production now. I mean, yeah, 
you just assume the camera is on, you assume the mic is on, and you assume you are going out to the world. There, But, you know, I guess if you're doing mm-hmm. this stuff day in and day out, it's easy to get comfortable around it, right? And Or just get absent-minded, take it yeah. for granted. I mean, and that's what kind of what I'm seeing happen. These people aren't realizing. And like mm-hmm. you said, you would just assume you're hot. Yeah. You're live, you're on, and you mind your manners, especially when there are fines that are attached to some of these mm-hmm. bloopers that occur. Like curse yeah. words will get you fined as a broadcasting station, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's harsh fines. Mm-hmm. Um, I know locally we had a gal that I think she dropped, um, I think she used the Lord's name in vain. I think she said something like Jesus Christ or something. If she got the, the town Selena wrong, she called it Selina. I mean, she did some sort of mistake like that. And she just kind of threw a big fit and they yeah. had to fire her and they got fined at whatever station it wow. was here in Wichita. So got to be careful. You got to be careful. But you know, it's you not, that's, that doesn't apply to cancel culture though. You can't well, just. I think it's a good reminder though, about all forms of communication, right? I mean, right. email, you, you know, you can write out an email and send it by accident, you know, uh, that, that'll <laughs> go around like wildfire, you know, and always and we, start a new email. Yeah. And, and it's always been said, right. If you have email, then assume it's like posted on the bulletin board mm-hmm. in the office. Cause everybody's going to get to see it. And That's somebody could enough. pick that piece of paper up and walk out of, you know, out of the mm-hmm. office with it. Now it's public, you know? So I think it's just a good reminder that any communication means that you use today, whether it's, you know, text messaging, emails, you know, videos yes. that you put on Facebook, stuff you put on your social media, I mean, it's it's uh, it's broadcast to a much wider audience than than it ever was before. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. So in fact, we just had some training on this at, at my job, and they're they're like, if you're ticked off, go ahead and write the email, but don't put anything in the two or BCC or CC mm-hmm. field. Leave it all blank, and then go back and reread it. Now, do people do that? Clearly not. Yeah, even watch what yeah, they're doing on you know. on air. But the best ones, the best ones by far are when you write out like three paragraphs and then you just delete it all and write. Okay. Yeah. Those are the best (laughs) ones in my book. Those are the ones you do often, aren't they? Those are the ones when you have demonstrated you have self-control. But the sad thing is nobody ever really sees that. So you have to pat yourself on the back if you're able to do that. Yeah, I got to be modest like that, I suppose. Yeah. Somebody's going to hear about it from me at some point. So it's just a matter of who. Mm -hmm. That's where you come into play normally. That's where I call Chris up. I am so ticked off, but I get the same return. It's a give and take. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell me about Whippy Goldberg here. Oh, I had to bring this up. I had some words on this one. So um, obviously, I mean, election's a big thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we clearly covered this already in the short amount of time we've been on the air. And so, um, Whoopi, I had seen this over and over again. I thought, surely not. You know, you see all the, like the quotes or the, the paraphrasing quotes. Right. Nope. There's video straight up. She was going off on, um, basically anybody who's, who voted in the opposite direction of her Mm -hmm. and she voted Democrat. I mean, and so she went on her show. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, she's part of that view, right? The view uh, show that's. Yeah, that show, I was, when I, that show came on over like 20 years ago or something. It, it, it should be renamed because it should be One View. Right. The View. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. It's just I Our agree. View. Right. Right. Our View. So th- when this show came out, I remember when they were advertising it, um, I was mm-hmm. pregnant with my first son. He's 20. So that gives right. you some, some, uh, a timeline to work off of. And I thought, man, this isn't going to be good. This is going to go down one of those really hard, sided one viewed type of hills and i don't want to throw any labels out there but everybody knows where i'm going with that mm-hmm. and it has gone down that road it's, it's very left-wing very left-leaning 
it's um, just, it, I don't appreciate it at all. So I don't watch. I stopped watching it years and years and years ago. I tried to get into it. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So Whoopi was having a fit and she was basically saying, um, you can just suck it up since your guy didn't win. We had to suck it up four years ago. You guys can suck it up. I was like, <laughs> I don't think that actually happened. So she says this and, and this um, it's a, I found this particular um, link from the Hill and her, and they quoted her. They said that um, uh, to all those people who don't believe that Americans actually got out and voted, let me say this to you. And she went on to say, when you know, who was elected four years ago, Hillary Clinton didn't say, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Stop the count. She didn't say, this doesn't feel right. I'm not going for it. She didn't say any of that. So all of you can suck it up, suck it up like we sucked it up. And it's like, wait a second here. Didn't you have like three different investigations to Russian collusion regarding that very election you just referenced? Did you not try to impeach the president? Did you not label him everything in the book, but a nice white man? Yeah. It's like, you guys, nobody sucked this up. There's been four years of media hell mm-hmm. regarding Trump, the, the bad orange guy. And, you know, it's like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Do you know it? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm, I mean, I, it's personally sucking it up. I don't care. I, whoever won, I want to win with integrity in respect of the process. Yeah. If, if Biden won fair and square, Biden won fair and square. Mm-hmm. But if we're cheating some stuff out, that makes me question the process. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, I mean, it really does draw into not just this, this particular part of the process, but years worth of it. Because yeah. now it's, we're starting to backtrack on some stuff. But I thought, nobody sucked this up mm-hmm. four years ago. Nobody well, did. What, what bothers me the most about this is it doesn't, it doesn't start off with a culture of inclusion, right? It just says, mm-hmm. well, we won, so shut up, and we're going to do whatever we want to now. But let's unite, Biden but let's says. Unite. Let's unite. Now we, we can unite. And you're, you're bad if you don't want to come and have our views, right? And there's right. just It's just no dialogue anymore, right? It's, it's I'm going to do what I want. And I think yeah. this is very indicative of our culture now, right? Because people are just like, I'm selfish. This is what I want. This is what's good for me. And, you know, if, if it doesn't, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, right. then you just need to suck it up, you know? Well, it's, we've gotten such a, a, a culture of victimization. Like it's cool mm-hmm. to be a victim. And if you're a victim, that's great. And if you're a narcissist, that works even better in this particular culture right now, right. which is really hard for me to wrap my brain around that, given um, some of my experience with people who have narcissistic coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, it just, to me, it's like, You've got to suck it up, huh? Why don't you be the example of what you want us to be? And then yeah. we can, we'll mirror that. But I just thought, you know, I, and I used to be a big fan of Whoopi Goldberg, huge fan. I love her movies. I can't name but one of them. Unfortunately, I'm such a, such a big fan. I can only name one at the top People of my head. But yeah, um, I, you know, I just, it's really, I, she can have her views and that's great. But show some respect to both sides. You know, be mm-hmm. okay that, if your guy didn't win four years ago, okay, he didn't win four years ago. Maybe our guy didn't win this year. That's fine. But you don't, I mean, which group do you see out there looting and rioting and causing a bunch of economical issues mm-hmm. right now? Right. So it's, it's really hard to get behind some of this rhetoric that's coming out there now because y'all were screaming at the sky four years ago. Mm-hmm. But we have to suck it up. So I'm, I'm not saying very many popular things to some listeners out there and that's okay. But I just, I thought, you know, this is a fun subject to talk about. So suck it up, buttercup, Chris. Just saying. Suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up. Yeah. I, I I just, 
I, I think this is just typical though. I think this is a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, and they certainly, you know, on the view, particularly Whippy Goldberg was not inclusive, you know, and I, I'll admit mm-hmm. I haven't watched really many of their shows, but I've seen some of the clips and I can tell you if you didn't have their liberal views, then, then you were crap and you were evil and they were going to tell mm-hmm. you so, uh, in front of all the people on TV, <laughs> you know, like so. shaming. Like yeah. shaming, which you're not oh, yeah. supposed to do, to, but they to, shamed you. Yep, that's exactly what they were going to do. So. so that's yeah, it's one of the reasons why I can th- most of those shows like that, and it sounds terrible because I'm I'm a woman. These are women centered shows. Right. Great idea, but you got to have some balanced views in there. Like you yep. got to be able to say, okay, I don't agree with this. You can have that view, and that's fine. Right. But that's not what's occurring. It's y'all. We we screamed at the sky, and that was fine. But y'all just going to have to live <laughs> with it. Well, no surprise there, right? At least, uh, you know, at least, you know, they're consistent, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're predictable. You know, they're predictable. That's the one good thing about it is, you know, they're predictable with this stuff. And and regardless of who wins the presidency, I think you're going to see more of this. And, uh, you know, and it's going to be on both sides of the aisle. It's happening all over and it's really not right. And, but it's, you know, more, more predictable. It's just, uh just happens so it does but it's it, it is what it is and I, it, it, if biden's president great it's going to take him more than four years to turn us into a socialized or socialistic society so good mm-hmm. luck to him <laughs> yeah. good luck and just so we all are all clear i'm a i'm a u.s i'm a i'm a texas native so when they secede from the union should they do it guess where i'm going i'm going home just so yeah. we're clear where you have steak <laughs> i have steak and i have rights so yeah. <laughs> for now for we'll now go home for now yeah for a little while all right what's this next oh, thing we got here we're naming we're yeah. naming the new drug huh well i'm trying to still wrap my brain around what this is so there is the fda um has granted some sort of emergency authorization to a tr- new treatment for patients with covid19 coronavirus infections as of this week and let's get a timeline of this week it, yeah it was literally this week it was the 10th and i think today is the 10th um and so um, it's a, I am not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not any of those things. I got out of the medical field 20 some years ago for good reason. Uh, but they have this drug that's out there to, um, it's a, what is it? A, some sort of antibody therapy for mild to moderate infections for patients over 12. Mm-hmm. Now, can you, now, can you see the name of that, that drug? Can you, can you read it for me? Cause I, I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> Do you know the song Black Betty by Ram Jam? Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So here, if here's, you sing a, that here's song, the one here that shows it here. Yeah. So if you see that, um, God, I don't want to sing cause I don't have the voice for that right now. I probably need a few more shots of something, but bam, 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 lamb, bam, bam. Oh my God. Bam, lamb, bam, lamb, bam, bam. Nope. I can't do it. I quit. Nope. How do they name drugs anyhow? I mean, do they just pick some stuff out of a, you know, random jars and then they string them together or do they like throw stuff against a wall and see what falls off? Or, I mean, what do you think their process is there? This is why I'm not in the medical field. If I, I I could have understood it, I would have stayed with it, but bam, lamb, bam, lamb. I I can't say half the, half the stuff that the doctors. I can't even see it in the song now. But, so the internet had some fun with this. And they're like, hey, congrats to David Lee Raw for winning the Eli Lilly's Name Our COVID-19 Drug Contest. And 
Black Betty came up and then one of Missy Elliott's songs that um, put my thing down, flip it in her verse. It, like, apparently this is some of the wordage and if you turn it backwards, I don't know, but I thought this was funny. It's like, why not just call it anti-COVID? Yeah. Simple. We all know what that means. Yep. But the anti-COVID. The anti <laughs> that would have been so much easier. Yeah. But I thought I looked at this for probably several minutes today thinking, I mean, I can hear the song in my head. I can hear Black Betty. But mm -hmm. if I attempt it, I've tricked my brain and just no, just no. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I don't know if this is like the vaccine that they're talking about. This is, it looks like this is a treatment for when you have okay. the virus is what I'm getting. Well, dollars it, to so. donuts. It's probably not going to be called that when it actually comes out. I get you. I bet uh, FDA is going to change that name at some point. I don't know. I think they might go with it and see what happens. Yeah. But, Cause that would be so 2020, right? I, okay. What is it? 2020. I mean, we lost, <laughs> We lost Bond, James Bond. Yep. Um, yep. He's gone. That's, you can't. Sean Connery. I mean, that was, oh. Yeah. Man, if I was into older men, that would be the guy I would go after. Yeah. Oh, no my more God. Russian submarine captains with a Scottish accent. Oh, I just saw that movie for the first time this year. Oh. <laughs> it's a classic. It. It's a great movie. It's awesome. All right. Let's move on. Let's do the career workout. Career workout. It's time to work that career and lift and push and lift and push. You got it. Now harder, lift and push. It's the career workout. I like the little songs in between. Yeah, they're kind Moving of fun, aren't dancing. they? <laughs> so group think. Group think. You know what this is, Chris? Um, I am pretty sure I know what this is. I've seen you experience this <laughs> from the annoying side of things, such as yes. I do. <laughs> so I'm trying to, to not think about group think because it oh, makes me groupy and anxious. And it, it makes us ang where we have anxiety and depression and we have issues when we go into group think. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I just recently joined parlor, right? And so on parlor, I can post some stuff before people find me on there and decide that I'm not what they want to have around them. So right. <laughs> I have time to get unfriend, some <laughs> unfriend, unfriend. <laughs> I have time to get some stuff off my chest before I'm discovered. <laughs> and so um, I've been experiencing this over and over. It's a major cultural trend right now is group think. So what this is, if mm -hmm. you're not familiar with it, it's where um, somebody puts out an idea and then everybody starts thinking the same. And it, it, it's almost like cult activity. Like we all believe the same thing. You guys all love Kool-Aid. Right. We love Kool-Aid type of mm -hmm. It's almost like brainwashing um, until you have somebody like, you know, me who comes along because this is what I posted on Parler. It's like, I don't do groupthink. If I hear something and I think it's worthwhile to express my opinion because I think it's going to add value, you're going to hear me talk and you may not like me and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, I've been unpopular and unliked plenty in my life. So this this isn't going to yeah. hurt me a bit. And so, um, and I, I can give you a couple examples, but one occurred um, actually just today where um, there was an email amongst a group of us who were trying to make a decision about um, an event coming up. And um, somebody said, hey, I need some help with this. And I looked at him like, well, I can help you with that. But I don't think that's like, we need to do something other than that event. So let's switch it up because that's really dry. It's not, it, it's just not good material. Mm -hmm. So before everybody was fine with it. Nobody wanted to argue with it. Nobody wanted to check it. And then I said, no, nah, I think maybe we ought to reconsider well, then everybody else immediately chimed in. Oh, my God. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. I totally agree, too. I do, too. We should use something else. And it's like, 
Does anybody think for themselves? I know you can. <laughs> yeah, I know right. you can think for yourselves, not talk. Yeah. So group think it can be, I mean, to me, it can be really super dangerous when you don't feel like you can speak up, mm -hmm. then you lose a lot of opportunity. You can get into a lot of trouble. And so some of the symptoms of group think is this article kind of goes into um, you'll self-censorship, which is exactly what I just described is when you kind of shut yourself down, you go with the flow, you don't speak your mind, whatever everybody else thinks you're going to go with that because you don't want to interrupt the status quo. You know, you mm -hmm. don't want to challenge anybody. Right. Um, collective rationalist. Oh my gosh. Collective rationalization. There That's you a, go. Oh my gosh. That's that a was big a lot. One. That That's is a $5 one. word right there. My word. Oh goodness. So this is where, you know, just as it says, the team members won't reconsider their beliefs. Mm -hmm. You know, they just kind of, again, they just keep going with the flow and they won't actually say, I don't agree with that because they're afraid of everybody saying, oh my God, why are you causing a problem? Why are you being a pain? Why do you have to be like that? Mm -hmm. Unquestioned beliefs, direct pressure, stereotyping, illusions of vulner invulnerability. So it's, it's basically we just see everybody constantly following the leader. Mm -hmm. And you know, the leader, not all leaders are right. They're not all going to be spot on. And I know I've had the, my best leaders are the ones who say, if I wrong, stop me. Tell me that you see something and let's get it fixed right. versus I am your leader. You'll do as I say. Mm -hmm. And that's how group think gets started. Group, lead, group think also leads to a, a really bad type of cultural phenomenon known as tyrannical mom effect. And that's where everybody's afraid to speak up because they don't want the, the backlash or the, re, um, the retaliation that goes along with it. So it's, it's just, I'm seeing this a lot more in places, especially when you have certain groups coming up, you know, groups that are supposed to be very accepting and tolerant of behaviors, um, they're, you know, or safe spaces. That's, uh, I want a safe space. There is no such thing, Chris. If you want a safe space, get a pantogram. And even then that's not safe. <laughs> just get a pantogram in your bed. In your bed I, I would just be settled for like a yellow room at work. You know, like, <laughs> right? The How place that you can that go be? in and just scream your lungs out. Bring and your own like, pillow to scream into. I feel better. Let's go you back to work. That's actually, that would be so much more effective than they have these things called wellness rooms or health rooms or right. special rooms, or there's all kinds of terminology out there. And those are great. And you should have those places where you can go catnap for 10, 20 minutes to mm -hmm. get through your day because we all have different experiences and different issues. Um, or, you know, or if you have to wear masks all day at work and you need a place to go breathe where you don't mm -hmm. have to wear the mat, something. But this group think thing I'm seeing in droves and people are afraid to actually speak on their beliefs. And it's, mm -hmm. that's really terrifying when you're told you have to accept something, but it goes directly against your personal belief system. And furthermore, you don't think it even belongs at work. And so it's really that, that, that group think is really causing trip hazards everywhere. And I know I've had somebody say, Hey, we're part of this group at work. We need you. You're a loud voice. You think, well, come say things at this group. I'm like, Nope. <laughs> right. Just, just no. Yeah. And you don't want my opinion there. It's, but it's a safe space. We both know it's not. Mm -hmm. well, fact, we're, we, we're seeing this on the national level, right? I mean, this is everywhere. You know, I mean, yeah. our guy won, so suck it up, right? I think that's yes. a good example of groupthink. Yep. You know, your guy is bad, or our, you know, whatever. And I think you're seeing a lot of examples of that oh, um, yeah. over a lot of different channels. I mean, well, you saw um, before the election. There's, um, there's a, a fear is a big part of groupthink where. Like the polls were saying Biden's going to win. Granted, he probably did. That's fine. Whatever. But people were afraid to say I'm voting for Trump because of what could happen. Um, yeah. I, I have a couple of friends whose Trump signs were stolen from their in front of their homes 
mm-hmm. because they were Trump fans. And the, now they one guy did catch the person who was stealing his, his signs and he was able to confront them. Um, but just that fear factor, yeah. the fear of I can't disagree with you because you're going to go off on me and scream at me. And I, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's not OK. You know, when you talk about a culture that is all about acceptance and tolerance and love everybody, if you are telling people to suck it up. Clearly, you're not practicing yeah, what you that's preach. Pretty much the opposite, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so this group think thing I'm seeing more and more of. Um, somebody at work had uh, made some comment that they they pinpoint me every time we're in meetings together, to, and they say, "Oh, Tara's here. We're going to have good conversations." Like <laughs> the mouth is know. here. The mouth <laughs> is going to make this exciting. That's funny. I've been called that a time or two, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I own it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Because um, if I'm going to blow hot air, it's going to be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So I just, I really feel strongly about this whole groupthink concept. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion and even having the wrong argument on things. There's really nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being wrong. I've taught all three of my kids. If you say something, even if you're wrong, say it with confidence. Mm-hmm. Say it like you mean it. At right. least be proud of yourself for saying it. Know why you're saying it. If you don't know why you're saying it, you might need to do some more self-exploration, but have your own set of thoughts and be okay to not go with the main flow. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, the little guy on the outside waiting for the soccer ball to get kicked out of the group of kids hogging it in the middle. Nothing well, wrong with that at all. You know, I think this is a, this goes down to a, um, you know, a culture thing, you know, and it, it mm-hmm. could be a culture at your job or, um, you know, culture that you live in and, you know, in a, in yeah. a larger sense. Right. But, um, you know, I think a lot of corporate, uh, entities, uh, people of corporate jobs, I think fall into group think quite easily because, mm-hmm. you know, you're just going to be a corporate person. You're yeah. going to go the corporate way. And, and that's very much group think. And, you know, that's not always bad, right? Uniformity isn't, isn't always bad. No, um, that's what wins elections. Well, but even beyond the elections, I'm talking about, you know, in a, in a business, right? Right. Um, you know, that, that's why McDonald's is, is so uh, successful, right? I mean, because if you get a burger in San Francisco versus, one in Texas or, you know, one in Massachusetts are all uniform, right? Because they yeah. have standards. And so, I mean, I think that's an example of, of groupthink, right? And uh, in that in that sense, it works, you know? Right. But if you're looking for creativity, you're looking for something different, groupthink does not work because yeah. it stifles that creativity. So, you know, I think it's all uh, in the right context, you know, is, is it, it's important to understand uh, where you're at. I think the bad part of groupthink is when you have a, uh, you know, a team or a corporate environment where you're asking people to work together to get things done and nobody wants to speak up because the corporate uh, culture doesn't encourage that uh, kind of freedom. And uh, that's, that's when I think it can be really toxic. Yeah. And I think there's a slippery slope there when you try to create that safe space that I know many businesses are trying to do, you still exclude certain groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the um, there is a big trend with diversity and inclusion across the nation, both at the social and professional levels. But the problem with that is when you are telling people to accept others as they are, that's great. I agree with that. I'm very tolerant of other people. What I have an issue with is when you tell somebody they have to accept somebody, despite some of their personal belief systems, which could be deeply rooted in their religious um, foundations. And you're talking about mental processes and foundational thinking. And that can, when you start telling people that you start excluding those groups from the main mm-hmm. narrative. And yeah, that's, I think, that's I where think your fights are going to get really going. It's important to realize that in the, in the, you know, in the March for 
inclusivity, you can certainly easily exclude, you know, people, especially, yeah. especially people with more traditional, um, right. you know, beliefs and views. And when I say traditional, mm -hmm. I don't mean that traditional is right. No, uh, but the, the, those you know, views are out there though. And right. you just got to be tolerant. There's some things that, you know, we live in a free country and that parts of the freedom is not all good. It's good, bad, and ugly. There's a reason for that. So this is going to sound terrible and I'm going to get some hate mail and that's okay. But there are going to be racist people. We don't have a racist culture. We have racist people out there. Mm -hmm. There may be some subcultures out there that are racist, but overall it's not acceptable to be racist. It just is not, but people still can be. Now, are they going to come out and say something about it? Probably not. Cause they'll probably get whooped up on <laughs> like they're mm -hmm. going to get outed and sure. there is a consequence to pay for that belief. Um, at the, at least at the social level. So there, you're just going to, if you're going to be accepting, you're going to have to accept the good, the bad, and the ugly of all forms of people and all types of people. Mm -hmm. We're not all going to be one with this. I think what we're trying to do is people want everybody to be in this one gray blob of stuff. Right. And that's not, well, that's not, that's not what it is. But, you know, I think it's you can go too much exciting. the other way, right? It, you know, because there's a certain it's, amount of group think that's required for a team to be cohesive. Right. Well, there's, um, a, you know, the, so, the, yeah, to a I mean, point. you can go completely the other way. If you have a team of, you know, four or five, six, seven, eight people and they're all going to do their things their own way, you're not going to get anything done. Right. You know, so you need a certain amount of group think in order to have a cohesive team. Yeah. But you don't want to have so much of it that you are stifling the creativity that the team has. And and it also does, I think, demoralizing. Right. So, yeah, I think you run a very fine uh -huh. balance of you know, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, you know, right. um, it, it's well, certainly uh, something that, that takes some finessing, I think. Well, that's where that one of my favorite things is agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it, it, I've pointed out to a few people who are proud of, you know, fighting with somebody, I'm like, you understand what fighting is, right? It's literally the agreement to have a fight. You're literally yeah. agreeing to fight with one another. So if you just agree to disagree, you can avoid all the, the negative ramifications of fighting with somebody um, so and there's nothing wrong with disagreeing so let's quickly go over um some of the remedies here that it has the first one is cultivating a sharing environment mm -hmm. uh the second one is evaluate your communication style that's huge uh third is embrace both sides of an argument which is really hard right now uh, <laughs> so everybody needs to work on that tolerate on to tolerate both, both sides. sides of an argument tolerate yes. it don't have to embrace it just tolerate don't it. don't be the tolerant the intolerant tolerant people yeah, however <laughs> yeah. you say that. Um, the, the next one is um, allow enough time for decision making, mm -hmm. um, and then the next one is uh, continue, continue to question. To question. So, I love that. Yeah, I like so that I, a lot. I think that's really good uh, stuff right there. I do too. So, that's why I brought it up because I'm seeing a lot of it, and it's it's groupthink is dangerous if you're not careful with it. You, right. you it, it it it's where we're at now. Yeah. Where you get one person decides I'm going to protest. What are you protesting about? I don't know, but I'm upset. So I'm protesting. Yeah, let's go protest with you. <laughs> yeah. It's we'll protest. the, the what are you protesting? mentality. We're just here. <laughs> we're just here. We were told to be yeah. here. So we're here. Let's, let's do something. Let's take a TV. Well, I, I protest that we do the career fail. <laughs> you protest at it or protest for it? <laughs> I'm protesting that we do it. <laughs> go for it. Career fail of the week. So you got don't do this, but then there's no link. So <laughs> there is a link. I put is. the link in there. Oh, I don't see one. So you're is gonna have to there? just tell us what it is. Ah, hold on. Let me pull that link. Gosh darn it. Yeah, it's there. Am I just uh Oh this 
did I hold on? Maybe this I... is a career fail, fail people. Right. So because you're we are live, <laughs> and when you do things live, things mess up. And oh my so, god, that's so funny. That's just how this rolls. You're gonna have a it little bump every cool. now and then. And that's good. We are we're genuine that way, Chris. That's what we are genuine. Very transparent. Very much so. We do make mistakes. So let me see if this will work real quick and I'll try it again. Because it's showing up on mine, but clearly not on well, yours. Just tell us about it. So what this is is I heard a conversation this week, and if any of these people listen to me, they're gonna hate me, and that's okay. Um, you know, the mask thing is becoming um quite the big trend. I say trend the word I'm going to use. I realize that's not the appropriate word, but that's, that's my perspective. So mm-hmm. a lot of businesses are going with the whole, let's wear a mask every day, all day at work, mm-hmm. which by the way, I'm, if you've been listening to the show, you already know, I'm not a big fan of wearing the mask. I'm a big fan of choosing to wear a mask or not, not being forced into it. But right. so I have not been wearing a mask. It had not been required at my work. Um, up until I started this new role, now it's required all day, every day. Even when we're sitting at our desks, we have mm-hmm. to wear it. So it doesn't matter if we've got a partition between us and the person that's within six feet, we still have to wear the mask. Okay, great, fine. So during this conversation about you know wearing masks all the time, there was a subsequent conversation that eventually occurred to say, I don't mind wearing the mask because that means I only have to do half my makeup now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked and I thought, What? And this person said, well, yeah, I just do makeup from my eyes up now. And somebody else is like, <laughs> well, when I'm going to the store, I don't even have to wear it like my eye makeup to the store anymore. So like the expectations are dropping. And I thought expectations. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked and like, you guys aren't just wearing makeup just for yourself. They're like, no, we're wearing <laughs> it because everybody expects us to. Right. And I had to step back. I'm like, oh, I'm not part of this. Co- you guys don't want me here. We don't. <laughs> and they're like, well, why do you wear makeup? I'm like, well, that's kind of my pamper time in the morning. Like, for 20, 30 minutes, I get to kind of take care of myself. Mm-hmm. This is this is fun for me. This is art and this is a good time. They're like, really? Because we hate doing it. I'm like, then why do you do it? Mm-hmm. Why do you do it at all? Yeah. And like, because we're supposed to. So on behalf of every woman out there, no, you don't have to wear makeup. I know that there have been some women who have been bullied by other women to wear makeup. And I've heard a couple of horror stories. But in the end, those women still don't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. And so if it's your thing, great. If it's not, don't wear it. Um, I remember I was part of an orientation. And you'll, Chris, you'll know what I'm talking about because I think you were there. And the speaker was talking about the do's and don'ts at work. Like, here's how you dress for work. And this is why you dress this way for work. And mm-hmm. because in this organization, it's a little different in all the departments. And they come up to makeup. And it's like, if you wear makeup, and this person did not say, if you girls wear makeup, it, it was said, if you wear makeup, the less less is more so one guy turned and this guy had to be in his late 50s early 60s and he's like is anybody else offended by that <laughs> i was like why do you wear makeup and this like is this like a personal attack against you or something mm-hmm. and it kind of looked at me like what <laughs> like what are you what are you talking about like well you kind of brought it up so <laughs> but it's if you feel like you're expected to wear makeup at work i'll tell you right now you guys don't care yeah. i haven't met a guy yet i've got I told somebody I was going to get some lash new lash extensions because I'm tired of wearing mascara. And somebody's like, you wear mascara? (laughs) Like what? I'm like, I wear like six layers of it. And he's like, never noticed. No clue. I was like, oh my God, I can tell. I think it depends on, you know, the industry that you're in and, you know, if you're client facing or not. I think that has something big to do with it. I mean, when, uh, have you ever been into the air traffic control centers? where the, the people on the radios are actually sitting. Just what TV showed me. 
So uh, when you go to an actual air traffic control facility where the radar, you know, people watching the radar scopes are, um, you walk around and you realize like, man, they're in like t-shirts and shorts and mm -hmm. sweatpants and, not, you know, nobody's it's got a dress shirt dress on. Because, you know, nobody sees them. They just right. talk on the radio. So there's no reason for them to dress <laughs> right. up. So, you know, I think it just, you need to be just cognizant of what your, you know, what what's your real role and, and what well, sort of a image do you need to project? Well, it's like that personal brand conversation we had a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago. If you are dressing for the part, and I've seen some women who are in higher positions that wear barely any makeup, if any at all, mm -hmm. but they do their hair. You know, their their hair is brushed and right. combed. They're, they're, they're nicely neat looking clothing. So they're not coming in in sweatpants to their, you know, C-suite roles. You know, they are trying to dress for the part, but that doesn't mean you have to wear. I, my makeup is, it kind of looks glamorous. It kind of looks like it's a high dramatic. It's really not. It's much more natural than that. Um, but that's just my thing. That's what I want to do. And Lord knows if somebody said, I expect you to wear makeup, that's probably the day I'm going to stop wearing it mm -hmm. just because, but I've, mm -hmm. I've been in roles, like you said, where I was out in the elements every single day, the extraordinary heat, the, the bitter cold. So it's like, I'm not wearing makeup. There's yeah. no way I'm going to sweat it all off anyway, mm -hmm. which is funny because the boss I was working for at that job, we became coworkers at my next job. And so I did myself up every day and he's like, why can't you look like that working for me? It's like, <laughs> because I was outside in the rain and mm -hmm. the cold. Context so I just, people, context. Yes. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you could look like that. I'm like, I don't know if to be sexually harassed here or not, or what's <laughs> happening. Are we dating now? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. God, I hope he's listening because I, that would crack me up if he heard that right now. He'd be so embarrassed. So it's just, you know, don't feel like you have to wear makeup to get ahead. Don't feel like you have to be doing something for those around you. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of successful women out there who do not, A, their culture won't allow them to wear makeup. Um, the former Pepsi Cola CEO is one of those women who was just not big into makeup because she came from India. Mm -hmm. So that's that just was not her thing. Her thing is to walk put it at home in the hallways. That was her thing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's one of those things where I know a lot of women feel like they have to do something because of gender stereotypes. You know, the more you focus on those type of things, the more you believe it. So if you don't want to wear makeup to work, then just don't. If you want to mix it up where some days you do and some days you don't, don't. The building I work in, it's dressed for your day. So if you're going to be facing customers and you feel like mm -hmm. your customer prefers that completely you know finished look then do that if right. not don't just yeah i think that makes a lot of sense i mean it, it can be hard though if you don't know if you're gonna have a customer walk in at any time but uh certainly uh dress dress appropriately is makes a lot of sense if you're if your job allows that well don't just don't feel like you have to do something because you're a guy or a girl it's just like guys shouldn't you know there's guys that work there now sporting the longer beards not my mm -hmm. i'm not a fan of them lord knows i will tug on the first one i get close enough to just to tug on it but you know, mm, guys that sounds don't... inappropriate. <laughs> I, don't Just care. FYI. I, don't I do care. not endorse that <laughs> behavior. See what I say? You don't know. Mm. Yes, I can. No, never no, mind. Just okay. no. <laughs> then don't Stop grow your it. facial hair out long. I'm not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, but for those like when Bo used to, Bo used to wear his chin hair a lot longer, and I started mm -hmm. pulling on it. He's like, "Do you not like that?" I'm like, "I'm just saying, it's there." I'm going to dug on it. So he's learned to trim it up so I can't grab it. Nice. <laughs> I mean, whatever. So that's, that's the thing is I, it's really upsetting to hear women say, I feel like I have to mm -hmm. stand your ground, know why you're doing something. Just know your why. If you're like, I know why I do it. It's because it's my pamper time. It's my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm worried if I'm going out the house or not. That is literally my me time. Yeah. Um, so if that's your me time, great. Otherwise, 
yeah, just take care of you the way you take care of you. Present yourself the way you you respect yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. That's what guys see. And I think that's what some of these women are looking at is, I want guys to respect me. Trust me, you wear makeup is not what guys are respecting. If you respect yourself, that's what I have noticed amongst yeah. my male colleagues and my male friends. The more I respect myself, regardless of how I look, the more they respect me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think women really got have got to get a grasp on is just show your just show some self-respect and you can leave the mascara at home. The eyelash extensions are easier anyway. So <laughs> all right, good point. Let's do the IT corner. IT corner. Let's talk tech. You're in the IT corner. All right, so I haven't bought this exact one yet, but I've bought three others for it at work that were really similar from the same company. <laughs> so that looks familiar. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be about the same thing. But what this is is a, a, a TV cart for your TV. Um, so it makes it so you can roll your TV around. And we use them at work to go between meeting rooms. Right. And uh, I have one in my office that works really good because you can kind of put it up in the corner and you know, you can mount the TV up high without having to put any big holes in the wall, that kind of thing, which makes it really nice. So, uh, but what's nice about this one is it actually has two different shelves on it. So you can put a keyboard on one shelf and a computer on the other, you know, so, or, um, you know, different, you know, if you want to put books on one shelf and, you know, a monitor on the other or something, it gives you a little more flexibility because most of these monitors mounts like this just come with one shelf. So yeah, I found one that comes with two, so, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and it's 90 bucks, you know, it's pretty cheap. Uh, but this'll, uh, this'll hold it, you know, up to a 70 inch TV very, you know, very wow. firmly without having to worry about it falling over. It's, it's all metal, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, I'm going to try it out for my new place and see how Are I like you? it. Um, Where but I'm actually going to use this a little bit differently for a TV studio. So I'm going to have uh, preview screen on where the mounted are supposed to mount. And then I'm going to mount my cameras and all that stuff on the, on the nice. shelves there. So, uh, when the new studio gets built, this is, I think is going to be uh, kind of an important, uh, centerpiece to it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that works out. So I, I was also thinking I could use one of these in front of my bike, uh, you know, when I'm doing uh, stationary bike stuff, yeah. you can kind of set this thing in front of it. So you'll have your TV and then you'll actually have some place that you can put your phone and, um, you know, all that other stuff that's usually mm-hmm. hard to, you know, place when you're on the bike and there's nowhere to put anything. So, <laughs> well, they've got a doubt the little, I've got something for mine. It came with it, but I think somebody, when I, the person I bought my bike from had that in there, but mm-hmm. that'd be nice too. It'd be nice to be able to roll that TV around, get yeah. to where you want it so that you can, do what Definitely. you need to do where you want to do, but that's not a bad idea. And it's 70 inches. That's huge. Yeah. That's a big TV. So this one fits 37 to 70 inches. So it's a pretty wow. heavy duty unit. Yes. They have a, a little bit smaller one. That's up to 55 inch TVs. But, um, with this sort of thing, I figure it's better to buy probably one size up. And that way, if I yeah. ever want to put a bigger TV on it, it's ready and to you go. Will. You will. So, all right. On the media madness. <laughs> Welcome to Media Madness. What do we have for the Media Madness? Who's first, you or me? Uh, I think ladies always go first, right? Oh my, well. So if if, if you had read the little advertisements I did prior to today, you knew I was doing something creepy again. So last week I talked about um, ParCast. It's this new... Oh, this new... Um, 
producer of, of podcasts and because in doing a podcast, I've gotten into podcasts. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I have some macabre mm-hmm. interests sometimes and abnormal psychology is one of them. And if you know me, that's really not a surprise. So last week I talked about unsolved mysteries because I love the idea of, you know, nonfiction stuff. Um, so this week, the other um, podcast by podcast that I am somewhat addicted to mm-hmm. is serial killers. Mm. And so um, I have some conversations with some of my friends about serial killers and said this was a really interesting one to get into. Now, I'm not going to say that they're totally on point with all the entire story from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. They do get into some of the psychology with some of this stuff. Um, I don't always agree with the psychology either, but it's really neat to hear different perspectives of how other people are viewing these crazy people who do these crazy things. But when you get into some of the background of some of these serial killers, so, you know, if you're familiar with Jeffrey Dahmer, that's one I'm listening to. It's one of the old podcasts from uh, late last year, but because I, they won't have anything, I won't get my, my next episode till tomorrow. So I have to fill the time and space with something. So in listening, you get to hear the background story on some of these guys and some of these people, I should say people, because there's women serial killers too. But it's kind of one of those things, you know, where, um, you're like, oh, that's why they did the stuff they did. Like you get to hear the why behind it. Mm-hmm. And so and obviously I'm really interested in that. And it's very addictive because you're, it's not like you feel sorry for them because you can't justify their actions. Mm-hmm. You really can't justify think, the bad things that people do, but you can explain them. And there's a very big difference between those two ideas is justification and explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hearing some of the stuff that you hear, I'd i I remember Jeffrey Dahmer as a kid when he was um, when he hit the news back in uh, the the early '90s, and you know you just heard the really macabre side to him. You didn't get to hear the backstory, and as a kid, you probably didn't get to see all the news about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to hear more of it, the background story on that one. Jack the Ripper is another one that's that's on this um, series that they do. Just all kinds guys I've never heard of. Guys from I think there was the Vampire Dusseldorf, which really caught my attention because I didn't realize there was somebody that earned the name vampire for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. So mm. I thought this was interesting. It's, um, it's uh, just, uh, if you're into an abnormal psychology, cause I love the psyche and the human brain and the things we do and don't know about it. This has been a real pull in. Now I can't listen to it at home by myself mm-hmm. because I, Could you get freaked out? I do. And yeah. especially after recent events, I gave him more freaked out. Uh-huh. Uh, so I only listen to it in the car okay. when I'm driving to and from work, which is probably not the way to psych up or psych <laughs> down from work. But uh, it's a really great one. Now, the, the thing to it is, is if um, if you if you're there's, you know, there's two types of people in the world. There's the fair minded and weak minded. If you're a weak minded person, you'll really get into the way that they tell these stories. They really use their voices super well to really mm-hmm. draw you in and kind of get your emotions the way they want you to get them. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, me just get to the facts. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear all the, the, the emotions behind it. Just tell me the facts. So it's, it's just fun to listen to. They kind of make it sound like that they uh, add that old twist of radio to it with the, mm. just that real active voice play. So it's just really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Should check it out. What so have you I, got? I have something a little lighter than that. I mean, you can't go lighter. What the crap, man? Do you remember, uh, do you ever watch Top Gear? Top Gear. It's a British BBC show that ran for ever, like <laughs> almost 20 years, I think. <laughs> Well, maybe not that long. I didn't, I didn't care about it. But you know, I'm 20, to look 21 it. seasons is what it says here. So wow. it, it ran for a long time. But Top Gear was a, a show with three British guys. Uh, you have Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and James May. Um, and they it's a car show. So 
they review cars, they take them on test drives, they go on trips with them, they do all sorts of fun stuff, right? right. Um, and so this show is the same. It's it's just basically reruns from that series, but it's called uh, Top Gear, Ambitious But Rubbish. Uh, and if you ever watch Top Gear, you know that they're kind of, it's sort of uh, very very much top gear lingo, you know, uh, because these guys are, they, they, the dynamic that they have together is just awesome. You know, it's, it's special. Um, but they're, you know, typical three older guys that are kind of, uh, you know, ribbing each other constantly, <laughs> you know? Um, but what this show is about is it's, uh, occasionally during those episodes, they would have a, an episode where a segment of it was they would take cars and they would build them and do something crazy with them. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, one episode, they, they took cars and they, they turned them into RVs. They took ordinary cars and, and built stuff on top of them to make them ordinary RVs. Um, and so each one of them got a car modified it and they all have different personalities. So each car came out crazily different, you know, um, they did one of these where they jumped a car off of a ski slope. Oh my um, god! And that was like with rockets and everything. They did another one with rockets where they launched a car like on a rocket. It, it was crazy, you know. Yep. Um, and then they did one episode where they took and they built trains out of cars. They basically took the wheels off the cars and put train wheels on them. Right. Um, and so anyhow, it was they, they did some really uh, pretty pretty fun to watch stuff. And you know, being an engineer, I kind of like that kind of tinkering, <laughs> like and, you know, like that kind of stuff. So it was right. really fun to watch, but in all of these shows, what's really funny about it or fun about it is, um, there's the whole build up, like, Oh, we're going to do this and it's going to be great. And then mm-hmm. it'll, they'll do it. Here, hold like, my I don't think that's really going to work, you know, and then it'll fail spectacularly and they'll make up some, you know, saying about how it was awesome, you know? Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's just, it's just good entertainment, but, that's uh, awesome. You know, it's kind of fun, too, because the show has run for so long. You get to kind of see these guys, you know, kind of gradually age, right? So right. Um, some of these shows are from back in the beginning, and you oh, can see wow. them when they're younger, you know, so it's really kind of fun to see that, too. So That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, if you're looking for just a good kind of uh, lighthearted, you know, going to have a, you know, a little bit of a, a laugh watching some cars do some fun stuff, then this is a good show. That's a good one for you. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Well, any closing thoughts? All kinds. I mean, All kinds. <laughs> um, no, I like this though. I like being on the air. I don't know who's watching us because I had to turn off my Facebook, so we didn't. I was getting a lot of feedback on the on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So, so we do have the ability um, on our on our interface here to see comments. So if you're watching um, live on Facebook, uh, then you can write in the comments there, and we'll see it. Um, and somehow I think we can even post your comment on the screen. So, um, you're more than welcome to interact with us while we're, while we're doing this. Um, and of course we are streaming this live right now, but we are going to post this on uh, the podcast, uh, like we normally would do. So that's not going away at all. So you can still listen, um, wherever you listen to all your other podcasts, you can still listen to the show. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and we'd love to have you, uh, watch us live or listen to us on the podcast, whatever works best for you. Um, and so we definitely would love to hear from you. Send us some comments, uh, on the, uh, on Facebook, or you can send us an email. I got a comment right now on, uh, from now her name is Charlene, uh, Bruner on Facebook, but I, I know her as Chuck. 
Okay. Um, she's got a story too. It's a good story, but I'm not going to share that just today. I'll have to get her permission first. But <laughs> if you're still listening, Chuck, I'm glad you said something. It's been forever since I've seen you. So thank you for speaking up. Now, who else should be speaking up right now? Oh, wait, there may be a few more. Hold on, I'm trying to check it. Uh, that's too loud. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to... Can you monitor the... Can, you can see the Facebook post right now, can't you? Well, supposedly, but I don't see a comment come up here. So I don't know if we've... I don't let me see. I'm silent. Let's see if I can. Maybe that'll help. If I go silent. Hey, nope. Say, no. Yes, oh yeah. Can, yeah <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Okay, muted it there. There. There's a whole bunch of comments. Hold we're, on. We're still figuring this out. <laughs> we are. So, Dustin and Robin. Hey, Robin's my cousin. Dustin's my buddy. And Sarah. Sarah and I used to work together. Thank you guys. That's awesome. Hey, there's my sister Marley. If you're still <laughs> listening, I bet she was a little brat and jumped off. <laughs> <laughs> no one's heard those words before <laughs> some of these people do know us self-control oh my goodness this is funny there's uh oh thank you dustin just said great cast why haven't i seen this before because you haven't we just started live doing this streaming live streaming that's what it is we need to play what's in the cup apparently but yeah that's awesome guys that is cool we need more. You guys need to talk, speak up more. Get more involved. <laughs> Maura uh, said, for the record, I refuse to take my flag down. So we, we thank you that? for that, Maura. Maura from... Uh, from uh, Hi, Maura. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So hopefully... Um, and Jason. Hi, Jason. You were supposed to be watching this entire time. You better have been watching the entire time. I will get you tomorrow when I see you. So um, hopefully we can get this figured out where we can actually interact with you guys. Um, at some point, it'd be really cool to try and... Um, um, hi, Amity. <laughs> um, hopefully it would be cool really to interact either through comments or through phone calls or somehow and get the audience engaged because it'd be really neat to hear some other perspectives and views on some of the stuff that we talk about and uh, maybe hear that we're wrong once in a while. Cause right now we're always right. You know, yeah, we're, we're right until you tell us we're wrong. That's right. So that you're wrong. Well, yeah, there, see, right. We, that's can, how society we works. can be like whoopee. <laughs> suck it we're up, buttercup. Suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up. Yeah. So if you got any good drink ideas, cause I'll take in some of those. I'm the drinker between the two of us. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I think that's a little bit one-sided <laughs> donation there. <laughs> I just, Jason, you just found it. Jason just found the, how did he just find that? Jason, I posted, it's been posted. You're, you, you're lazy. You should have seen it sooner. <laughs> oh, it looks forever, like we can actually bring him on camera. Did you see that? Can you see no. the comments? Uh, it says we can bring him on camera. Should I click it and see what happens? See what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's add. She asked for it. Just saying. She better still be there so I can get her. We might be sorry because I know how her mouth works. So, <laughs> This is I'm, a family, mostly family. No, friendly it's show. not. <laughs> well, we try. The left half is family friendly. Not vouching for the right half. The right half is whiskey friendly. How about that? <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out their friends won't be able to watch this unless they're selecting your audience. I don't know how to select them in the audience. Technology. We're going to work with this. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> it out. Robin yeah, definitely uh, send us an email. Leave us some comments. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, let us know what you want to hear on the show because, yes. you know, we just kind of put on what we think is cool, but uh, we definitely want to know what you're thinking and uh, what you'd like to learn more about. So 
uh, definitely do that. If you want to hear, uh, see any of the links from the show, we'll post them in the comments, a link to it. But our show notes are on our website at bizandmayhem.com. That's B-I-Z-A-N-D-M-A-Y-H-E-M.com. Uh, so just uh, head on over to bizandmayhem.com, look for episode 17, and you'll have a list of all the links from this show. And uh, as always, uh, have fun in the mayhem. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. The Biz and Mayhem podcast is produced by Check 6 Creative Studio. If you have a podcast or have been wanting to start one, let us know. We'd love to help you produce and edit your podcast. We'd also love to work with your business on marketing and video production. Visit us on the web at check6studio.com. That's C-H-E-C-K-S-I-X-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. Let us know you heard about us on the Biz and Mayhem podcast.